What's up, I'm Kev. And I'm Toya, and welcome to our first episode of He Said, She Said. So Toya, we just recently celebrated Juneteenth. Let's give a round of applause to all those people that did their part to acknowledge Juneteenth through posting on social media, local gatherings, and marching. For those who don't know, Juneteenth is the oldest national celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery in the United States. Dating back to 1865, it was on June 19th that the Union soldiers, led by Major General Gordon Granger, landed at Garrison, Texas with the news that the war had ended and that the enslaved were now free. Note that this was two and a half years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, which had become official January the 1st, 1863. The Emancipation Proclamation had little impact on the Texans due to the minimal number of Union soldiers to enforce the new executive order. However, with the surrender of General Lee in April of 1865 and the arrival of General Granger Regiment, the forces were finally strong enough to influence and overcome the resistance. So, wow. Toya, how do you interpret what I just read? Well, and basically, we were free, but not free-free. <laughs> we were still had to do what we had to do in Texas. Whatever they wanted us to do down there, uh, they were not willing to let go of the part that, you know, this was documented and this, this was written. So... Hence, free-ish on our shirts um, when we um, celebrate Juneteenth. That's what's up. So, how do you and your family celebrate Juneteenth? Well, you know, um, this year we just did a um, little um, a family get-together um, despite COVID because uh, a couple years ago, um, my cousin put into play that we're going to celebrate Juneteenth every two years. The family's going to get up and um, get together in Jersey, you know, and, you know, celebrate Juneteenth and then have our children um, pick someone, you know, of our black history and give a speech about them. But, you know, COVID stopped that, but it didn't stop us from celebrating it. Um, locally amongst each other so hopefully once all this stuff goes away with COVID we'll be able to get together as a family and celebrate the way we need to celebrate Juneteenth that's that's what's up so it's crazy because my school didn't teach Juneteenth you know I went to have an opportunity of learning about Juneteenth but I'm glad now that people are now teaching the kids and the youth about this history. It, it is a good look you know it takes us um, to do it on our own because we're not taught in school and <clears throat> we have to recognize as our culture as a black culture to just do it we don't have to wait for no one no more. We're tired of waiting. You know, it, um, we wasn't taught Juneteenth in school growing up in, you know, Roselle, New Jersey. We wasn't taught that. I don't remember being taught that. We was taught everybody else's history. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody else's history 
was important, but the, the history of black America or African American have it was slavery. And then those um, leaders that came out of it, like you know, like MLK, Rosa Parks, right. Thurgood Marshall, the right. same people every every February we learned about. Right. And then when we go dive deep, we see that African Americans have contributed to America more than anyone. And then American black Americans or African Americans contribute um, contributions were worldwide. You know, it, it's just it's just crazy how they just trying to limit us on certain things and they give us certain recognition and then later on something comes out. Oh, black person invented this. Oh, a black person did that. And then throughout the world, everybody is um, benefiting off of us. Us yeah. meaning us black people. It's crazy that you say that because an article just came out and they just said that Beethoven was black. All these years, you know, they painted or portrayed him to be white. It's so many things that, that we as black people, mm. we invented and the white people take it away and make it their own. Well... <laughs> I hate to I hate to really go down this road, but for real, like what what is white people's culture? What is their culture? It's it seems like it's everything else, somebody else's race or demographic, and they blend it into theirs. Not to say that white people want to be us or be someone else, but what is their culture? Mm -hmm. We celebrate a lot of things that don't have nothing to do with white or Anglo-Saxon, whatever. But it's just it's just weird how African Americans, Black people, Negroes, whatever you want to say, have have had a positive impact on the United States of America and the world. And all you want to depict is the negative. Which is slavery. Slavery, not even that. It's just saying that everything that go involved, like, oh, y'all want welfare and all that other mess and just crazy stuff. But you still taking away from all the stuff that we did because our characteristics, we had to be innovators. We had to be, um, we had to be characteristic. We had to be different we had to do, go above and beyond to do things in America to show that we are just not a slave. Mm. That's crazy. Even when we go to work, we have to work twice as hard as the white people just to try to get ahead. To try. And sometimes we don't even get ahead because we're black. So I experienced this firsthand. And it's crazy because I see so many people posting um, so many people making videos, and it's a lot of um, non-black people always saying, hey, you know, it's rich people out here, black people can succeed, and nobody's saying that we can't succeed, but what we are saying is that there are limitations because of all the stuff that happened so many years ago. We're, st we're still trying to catch up to our, our white fellow Americans are our Asian fellow Americans. 
when when America brought the Asians over here, America took care of them. Nobody took care of African Americans. We had to fight. We had to learn. We had to do stuff on our own. It was nobody besides the black community standing mm. for us, but us. But us. And, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, dis discerning because of we still are fighting this today. So it's not ancestral or slavery. It's still going on today. And then that's the, that's the disturbing part. Like, we should be past this by now. So, when I look outside my window and I see the marching and the, not say rioting or what have you, but I'm, I'm glad that this is going on because we, we can't stop. And we have to prove to them that we won't stop. Because if we do, they will stop. Regardless of what they're saying, you know, Juneteenth is going to be a holiday uh, for certain companies. That's fine and dandy. You know, we're going to start doing this and all that stuff. But when, you know, the rubber meets the road, where were y'all a couple years ago? It's the same thing. So what changed? What what sparked a, fi uh, a light on the... What sparked... This fire, this new fire, when we've still been saying the same thing for decades, for centuries. Is it a new generation or we're not going to stop, we're not our ancestors? Or, you know, we having white people come along and march with us. They've been doing that. What, what really changed to see this big change? Because... This has been happening to us for centuries. And why? What is it about black people that you fear or white people fear or whatever? What is it about us that you fear that you have to keep putting your knee on us and keeping us down or keeping us in the ghetto or all this other stuff? What is it that you fear about us? What do we what what is in your mind that we can become and you're like we're going to do everything possible to keep black people down. What is it? What is it? Are we the chosen people from God? Like what what is it? Did you see something or not not you, but it did is there something written out there? To say that if white and black people uh, succeed, it'll be the downfall of white people. Well, I I really think I really think if if black people I think white people are scared that if black people get ahead, we'll do to them what they did to us. How? But why? But we're but because everything that we're taught, uh, killing all that stuff that we're we're taught that. Mm -hmm. What what are we gonna do to them? We, for, for real, we don't really give a damn about that shit. Because we are trying to build up our family and make sure that our family are safe. So why would they fear that we're going to do something? Because we can. We can do it right now. And we're not even doing that. We 
can get a gun and kill everybody, but we're not doing that. So what, what is it that is the problem for you to say you don't want to see everyone succeed? Mm -hmm. Not just everyone. This is America. Period. Why can't everyone succeed in the land of opportunity? I guess that's the million dollar question. I, I, I guess, and hopefully <laughs> we don't have to keep going this rap, down this rabbit hole trying to figure this shit out because it's exhausting. It's really exhausting. It's tiring. It's exhausting. And it's just dumb. Like, we just cannot keep doing this to ourselves, to America. If you have a problem, you leave. Why, why if we have a problem, we have to leave? Hmm. That and, makes no sense. And we was brought over here. And you stole this land from the Indians. <laughs> Regardless. So why we got to go? What, why we if we go, go back, go? what are you going to go back to? What are you going to do without us? Sit on Period. Right. What are you going to do without us? Everything that y'all kind of, not everything, but basically... Everything that was that's made in America or invented in America, a black person did it. And you know what? They couldn't uh, receive the credit because they were slaves. Hmm. So the slave owner took the credit. And then decades later, like I said earlier, decades later, it comes up and it's like, oh, we did this. Oh, it's movies coming out. First open heart. So like all this stuff. Like why? Why why it has to come to this in order for y'all to realize that you need us. Mm -hmm. You need us. Period. Y'all y'all try to tear down everything that we do just because you don't want us to gain nothing. You want us dependent on welfare. You want us dependent on the whatever. You want us dependent on that. But when when people come with facts, it's not us that that is the most dependent on it. But you disregard that. Oh, black people are lazy. Black people don't want to work. They'll spend their money on a, a Beats headphone, but they didn't got no job. If people keep showing you how they really are, you need to get rid of them. If they in a public office, you need to get rid of them. Mm -hmm. And it, it shouldn't take a vote. Because somewhere along the line, somebody should be like, you're gone. If you're not for equal opportunity in America and you keep making these statements about black people or whoever that is not bringing United States together, it shouldn't take all this stuff for you to be gone. You should be gone mm -hmm. because you're disrupting the flow of United States. And everybody look at United States as the lead country. Mm -hmm. So what so what are we keep portraying out there in the world if we can't even get our shit together here? Yeah. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, so, so I just know some people may be thinking, well, well, like, 
white, not all white people are like this. And we understand not all white people are like this. But it takes those people to say, hey, that's wrong. Call out your call out your brother, call out your sister, call out your father, call out your mother. When you see something that is wrong, call it out. Just don't say nothing because when you don't say nothing, you can donate. You can donate. And then they don't want to believe that they can donate because they like, well, I ain't know what I believe, but... If you're you not know, saying nothing, you're just letting it happen. You're just letting it go. When, when, when those police officers, when that police officer had his knee on George Floyd, the three other police officers did nothing. So you condone what he did because you did not say anything. Right. So it takes everybody. It just not, it, it's, it's not going to take just the black community. It's going to take the white community. It's going to take the Asian community. It's going to take, you know, all these different types of communities for us to all be equal. And that's not a big... It's not something big that we're asking for to be equal. Normal. It should be normal. It should be normal. Because if, if we're discriminated by another race that, that, that are not... Uh, that we're not here or not locally or native to America, it's because... They look at the main race on how they treat us as black people. If you look at the main race and they say, why Asians keep following us in the beauty supply store where we shop? Yeah. Does that make any sense? Hurry up and buy. Does that make sense? Because we're we're they number one <laughs> consumers. Yeah. And you are discriminated against your number one consumer. Regardless of it, everybody fucking steals. Everybody wants a piece of the pie. Nobody is different. So why your number one consumer you have an issue with when because of the fact that it's what they are saying about us. And everybody else want to go along with the program. That's why... I, you know, I'm all for supporting black businesses. Um, you know, I support every black business. I don't care what it is. It could be from a black person selling watermelons on the side of the street. We got to support our black people so we can keep our money in our community. And you're right about the Asians. The Asians, they come in our community they build these beauty supply stores because, you know, they got this connection over in China getting these, uh, uh, getting this cheap product, cheap hair, and selling it to the, the you know, the black female. A trillion, a trillion dollar industry and then uh, cuss out our black queens, uh, 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 kick them out the store, cuss them out. So it's up to us to watch where we spend our money. Because if they not listen to what we send, maybe they'll listen when we spend our money somewhere else. That's right. I don't set, I ain't set foot into an Asian <laughs> um, beauty supply store in a couple months. I support my uh, my black uh, beauty supply store owner that lives up the street from my house. But, um, you know, always looking for, always looking online to see 
to support black. And not to say that that's my role in life, but if you own something and if you participate in something and if you have a negative impact on the movement that was going on, I'm not going to support you. I'm done. But if you're doing it behind closed, closed doors and I don't know, I understand that. But if anybody from your organization says anything negative about African-American black people, then I'm done. You know, it's crazy because I know it may be some people thinking, well, why, you know, why she and he, Kevin Toya, keep harping on, on uh, these, you know, these white people? Um, why are they harping on, um, well, nobody's not talking about white people. People don't talk about Asian people. Mm -hmm. It is a a thing about black people that we constantly stay in the news. We constantly, oh, oh, black people, this whole community is on unemployment, uh, Section 8, uh, food stamps. It's a reason why, because you want to keep us there, because you want us to, you want to keep the black community dependent on the government. And why is that? Because you do not want us as a race to rise. Because it is something about us. Something about us. That they're scared that if we rise up and become equal to them, then the world may fall apart. I don't know it's equal. I really, like I said, I really believe that, you know, we are God-chosen people. And everything that was written was trying to depict all of that about us. Everything. Got to Got a lot about everybody's skin color that made a difference in everything. And then when something pop up, like something pop up. Yeah, yeah, just like Beethoven. They just came out and said Beethoven was black. That's crazy <laughs> because we in school. And they depicted him as white. They put this white pat on his face and we're thinking he's white. So how many more things... Had, you know, it's been a person of color that I guess the history books portrayed them as white. As white. That's why in order for us to really um, have our kids and our kids' kids understand America, these history books need to be rewritten. Even though we can teach them, we as a community, black community, can teach them all day. But they in school more than they you know, at home, and everybody, when we get home from school, it's homework, eat, and you go to sleep. So a lot of times, a lot of parents don't have time to teach, but the ones that do, teach. Got it. Applaud those. But those that don't, or cannot, not say don't, but cannot, we rely on the school system. So if you're looking at who's writing these